0: Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canale, and welcome to a bonus episode of Before the Lights podcast, a show to find out how those in sports, music, and entertainment made their mark. Please go to our website, beforethelightspod.com. Over there, you can go to all the episodes. You can get show notes. If you'd like to reach out to us and send us an email, there's a contact page just for that. And you can click the link to become members of our Patreon member community. Also... Follow us on Instagram at Before the Lights Podcast. And if you would do me a favor, head over to Apple Podcast, rate and review the show. Five stars, nice comments are always appreciated. Let's get this show started. Go grab your coffee or get your drink. Tell your family, friends, neighbors, and strangers the show is going to begin. We're going to have an in depth conversation today with a PGA master professional. He has over 30 years of teaching experience and an author of a new book, Heaven's Nice, Been There Twice. Please welcome to the show, Tim Hovanchek. Tim, how are you?
1: Okay, Tommy, thank you very much. I really appreciate you uh, having me on your show. uh, uh, Before the lights, Uh, I've been under the lights, so um, I think I have a good little story for your folks out there.
0: That's awesome. I appreciate you taking some time. And before we get to your, your book, Tim, you grew up in Ohio and you helped your high school team to a state championship and you have over 30 years of teaching experience. So when did you first start getting into the game of golf?
1: Well, I was blessed at eight years old. I knew what I wanted to do and I'm doing it today, but uh, Tommy, I'm a little older. Uh, I got 40 plus years of experience in the uh, teaching golf business. So, uh, uh, it's, it's amazing how fast time has gone by, uh, uh, born in a pretty athletic family. My dad was a pro bowler and, uh, uh my uncle Steve was a golf professional and, and my aunt was a very good player. So, uh, I, I knew I was going to do something in sports at the age of eight and I'm lucky to be doing it today
0: added another decade on a teaching experience, which is pretty cool. <laughs> you you taught, you're coached at Sierra college. You are a three time big eight conference coach of the year and a three time big eight conference and NorCal championships. Tim, talk about that experience at Sierra college.
1: Well, Sierra college, uh, I was, uh, the head professional at 12 bridges golf club in Lincoln, California, which we opened up with, uh, a- LPGA event, and uh, uh, the golf business, pretty fickle business, and I was there for about seven years and had a nice run, but uh, things changed and uh, had an opportunity to uh, assist with uh, Don Edgar, uh, the head coach at the time. And um, Matter of fact, the relations started by me offering to host the Sierra College Golfers out at 12 Bridges uh, back in the day and um, I, I always, the passion I have is coaching and teaching uh, as far as in the golf business. Uh, a master professional, I did my thesis on developing the golf community and I did three startups uh, in, in the golf business. Uh, but uh, really, When I got the opportunity to teach and coach at Sierra College just down the road from Paul Bridges, uh, uh, it was was really what I've been meant to do. And uh, the good thing, I think the neat thing about uh, Sierra College, and um, not to put a feather in my cap, but what I did there the most is, uh, the, the reason why these, players were at Sierra college because they weren't the best students, you know, a community college will take a, uh, a C students or so, and, uh, give them the opportunity to play golf. But, uh, when you're looking at D one D two type of schools and the travel and everything, uh, you need to be higher than a two point, you know, player. So
0: absolutely 3. 0,
1: three plus something. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, i I took the program um, from a social program to where we actually won five conference championships in a row um, and but three back to back to back norcal championships. Our best finish was uh, third at state. Uh, it's just it's just tough to uh, win a state championship when you got the six best teams in the northern and Southern California competing and you know how golf is the guy that gets hot that day, that week is the one that's gonna walk away with the hardware.
0: True. I was gonna say you had a two year sabbatical after suffering two near death experiences, which the book is about, and we're gonna jump into that quickly, but I wanna kinda go forward just a couple years, cause in two thousand twelve to two thousand eighteen, you're at William Jessup in NorCal, which is an NAI school, and put together four tournament titles, eighteen top three finishes and have since retired from there, Tim, but kind of go into your experience and how did you get the job at William Jessup after a two year sabbatical that we're going to get into?
1: Well, uh, that was all an act of God. Um, um, after, after suffering, like I said, uh, the experience that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, uh, I was recovering from all the illnesses I had. I was, uh, really, uh, home rehabbing for about a year and a half. And an old friend of mine, a student, uh, Craig Andy, uh, came to me and uh, asked me if I was interested in coaching the William Dissip team. They had a coach there and they were making a change. And actually, I really applied for the job uh, three years prior, four years prior, but didn't get the job. And I just look back at that time that um it just wasn't in God's time and so um i was just teaching and coaching at uh sierra college but uh william jessup university the naia school in Rockland, california started in um uh, uh san jose about i guess about 80 years ago now and the jessup family um, is the one that started it. And um, it was a mediocre program. And um, during the interview process, um, uh, Farnham Smith was the gentleman that hired me. You know, he said it wasn't uh, about winning. It was about, you know, having God first in your life and so on and so forth. And my answer to him was, uh, God doesn't make losers. And um, if you're not using all your God given talent, then you're wasting your life and uh, not fulfilling the, the potential that you have. And that's why I think um, the programs at Sierra College and William Jessup excelled under my regime.
0: Now we're going to kind of get into your book, Heaven's Nice, Been There Twice. And if you would, Tim, talk about the two near-death experiences and where the idea for the book came from.
1: Well, um, the first, the first experience, uh, was on the golf course, uh, coaching with Sierra college up in Chico, California, Bidwell park, uh, March 9th of 2010. I can't believe it's been 10 years now. Matter of fact, uh, uh, my battery and my defibrillator uh, here, uh, I got about another year on it before I got to replace it. So uh, I can't believe how time is flying by. But uh, the first incident, uh, coaching my guys were playing well. Um, one of my uh, players uh, hit the 18th green in two par five, gave him a thumbs up and, the next thing I remember is I woke up two days later with a scar from uh, almost my chin down to my belly button. And um, I went down with a torn aorta. And uh, I don't know if people know about the aorta, but less than 1% survived um, a ruptured aorta uh, veins. And uh, a kid from Santa Rosa... Uh, Brought me back after being gone for 90 seconds or plus uh, a minute or two. And uh, amazing, amazing experience I had um, uh, during my time of death then. And uh, the book, uh, Heaven's Nice, Bender Twice, gets into a little bit more detail of what I really experienced up in heaven.
0: And what was the second one, Tim?
1: Uh, The second one was uh, June 16th. Um, I went in for uh, a checkup with my uh, head surgeon at Sutter Hospital, Dr. Kincaid. The man is a miracle worker, and he calls me his miracle patient. And I don't know why I'm here, uh, Tommy, but for some reason I'm still here. Um, But uh, the second incident, I'm in for a checkup actually to get released to go back to work. I was feeling okay, not great. Uh, but as he was doing my checkup, he noticed some arrhythmia minute me that day three o'clock that night. I had two heart attacks and was gone for 18 minutes. Wow. uh,
0: 18 minutes,
1: 18 minutes. Uh, I really shouldn't be here. And by the grace of God, um, I'm here. And, during that time, I heard the most amazing music you ever heard in your life, uh, all instrumental. And uh, also, um, I was on a cloud with a conversation with an angel and asked me a series of questions. And that's um, really kind of what the book's about. And uh, it's, it's just amazing, Tommy, that... Uh, what I went through and why I'm still here. But um, the the last question that, and I can give you a little bit of the um, mystery of the book, but uh, the last question is really why I'm here. And that's to share the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, you have a plan left for sure. They wouldn't bring you back here if you didn't have a plan. When did you decide, Tim, then, from all these experiences that, I'm going to put this into a book for others to share it.
1: Oh, boy, when, when you go to bed at night and you just toss and turn and thinking, why why me? You know, why am I, why am I going through this? And, and, and Tommy, during this whole experiences of, you know, the torn aorta, the heart attack, the most pain I had, was when I fell, I broke my uh, middle finger of my right hand, and uh, I didn't even really feel that. And then after that was them uh, breaking open my uh, chest cavity, you know, with the ribs and uh, the surgery. And other than that, I I was in peace and tranquility and really... uh, didn't, didn't want to come back. And, uh, but uh, the the experience that, the conversation I had with the angel, I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do.
0: How long has it taken you to write your book?
1: Well, uh, like I said, I went down uh, March ninth of 2010. I had about a year of Re- rehab and thinking about it and having a lot of quiet time and and uh the conversation um I had with the angel was that I'm supposed to share my story and if you don't know about Jesus, then I'm supposed to share that with you and that's that's really the how the book came across and um I met um this gentleman, Sonny Mauba, um, who uh, came in um, for a lesson at William Jessup University and I was sharing my testimony with everybody. Uh, every Anybody I saw in grocery stores, ice cream parlors, uh, with students and I I mentioned Sonny and Sonny's a non-believer. Uh, but kind of an entrepreneurial spirited type of guy. And the next day he calls me and says, Tim, this story needs to be told. And, um, Tommy, during everything that I went through, um, uh, we, we were, um, uh, I had a great career, but you know, the golf business is up and down. And we, we, uh, lived a, a nice life, nothing extravagant, very frugal type of people from Cleveland, Ohio. And, um, I, uh, we we were almost going to lose everything, you know, the house, my car, and, uh, but by the grace of God, um, provided miracles for us to continue to go. And I was, um, as I'm writing the book, um, it, it, it was on and off, uh, and it just, it took me about three or four years to gather the material and, and I, met, I met a friend of Sonny's who, Chris Messias was the, um, a writer for the Sacramento Bee. And Chris also co-wrote another book with about a boy in Sacramento that um, was born blind in uh, one eye and lost the vision of the second eye uh, about at age two years old. And um, that book is called Echoes of a Nasal. And when Chris showed, uh, gave me that book to show me his writing skills and things, it was amazing. I read it in less than a day and a half, and I, I just felt that Chris was the guy to help me get my story across. And I shared my story with Chris, and he sent me an email the next day with about, you no. Know, about 10, 12 pages of what he gathered out of it. It it was amazing. And, uh, that's why the story needs to be told.
0: And we don't want to give too much away. Um, as this recording is, we're not released yet, but it's going to be released June 1st. And Tim, where can people buy and get their hands on a copy of heaven's nice been there twice?
1: Well, it can be online, Amazon, um, and I'll have a little bit more details for you, Tommy. I wish I I had all those details for you, but it's, uh, we've been scrambling the last, uh, Oh, two, three months to kind of figure out what we're going to do. And, um, part of the book and, um, was, um, the woman that saved my life, um, in the hospital. Oh, it's, it's, it's more, it's more than five years. well, um march uh, june 16 2010 that's over 10 years ago but um five years ago um she filed for divorce and uh i've been on my own since but um i have faith that it's all part of god's plan and i am good and i think it just gives me more time to share my story
0: we're going to put links in the show notes so everybody can get a link to Amazon or whatever you can purchase the book. We'll make sure we have that for their everybody out there as well. Tim How you're retired now living in Arizona. How is retirement going?
1: You know, this is a miracle, another miracle that I've been blessed uh I ended up um finding a fully furnished two bedroom condo here in Litchfield Park, a mile from the Wigwam golf resort. Uh a fifty-four hole uh, four-star resort that I actually worked at back in the mid '80s uh, with the John Jacobs Golf School, and um, I—it's it, been great. I have uh, family here: my cousins Sandy and Doug Hoffpower, and their family uh, has been great. One of my college buddy, Craig Brocious, is about a, an hour away, and um, a lot, lot of old. Uh, golf professionals that I knew back in the 80s when I was here um, in the Southwest section from 80 to
0: 90. I'm glad retirement's well. Sounds like health is doing okay as well and you're being able to enjoy the nice hot weather in Arizona, maybe play a little bit of golf. I'm looking forward to uh, reading the book. You and I met a few years back and you were just in the middle of still putting it together. So I'm anxious to get my hands on and just read it as well. Um, Tim, thanks for uh, taking some time out today and joining me on the show. Well,
1: thank you very much, Tommy, and good luck with Before the Light. Uh, You're doing a great job with it, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing more podcasts uh, as you go along.
0: Thanks, Tim. I really appreciate that. Everybody else, please, if you would, go to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Before the Lights podcast. You can become a member of our community there. Show notes is on our website, beforethelightspod.com. Follow us on Instagram at Before the Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Tommy Canale, and we will talk to you next time.